Oh, snap! The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends like my friend, Dr. Andy. Well, we don't let people feed kibble now, do we, Dr. Andy? We, we do not. Why? We do not. Why? Why? Because it's full of carbohydrates, it's ultra processed, and is causing all your animals' chronic diseases. Well, like <laughs> this new report that we have out. Now, I don't know what's going on, Dr. Andy, but uh, Dr. Morgan is up in arms and she is she is uh, going after there. There are a lot of people that are reporting sick dogs. So they've got bloody diarrhea. They're vomiting. They don't want to eat. And this was curious that Dr. Jasek sent me a message and she said, hmm, sounds a lot like Parvo, doesn't it? And uh, I thought that that was that was uh, that was curious. So very mm-hmm. good. But here are the. um the ones that right now they're listing, there are no recalls, which is fascinating because if this was in the raw world, I mean, it'd be like, get, 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 you know, be like, Shut oh, me. yeah, they're, they're crawling up the raw. Crawling Sphincter. up the raw. <laughs> they're sphincters if it was a raw dog food. Company, right. right? You want a Monday morning all sassy. <laughs> all right. So here are the ones that are in question at the moment. And I'm I'm gonna tell you who manufactures these, or who they're under. Okay. They, uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't look that up. I did. Uh, so, Taste of the Wild. That's by Diamond Pet Foods. Mm-hmm. Purina is made by Nestle. Uh, Royal Canin, Mars. Mm-hmm. So these are your top three right here, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merrick Food uh, is uh, having problems. That's Nestle's. Pure Balance. Now, I can't figure out who does Pure Balance yet because I did a really quick. It's the Walmart brand, and I'll talk about that here in a second. Um, Instinct is by Nature's Variety. Stella and Chewies. Now, this is by a group called LCN Partners. Um, I'll come back to that. Origin is by Mars and then Organics by Merit Pet Care. Now, what I have to say about this or let me just ask you this. What what do you notice about all these, Dr. Andy? Well, they're all very popular. Mm-hmm. And some are what are some of my pet parents would consider good kibble. I don't premium? consider a premium kibble, excellent kibble. Um, what it does tell me is they must all be sharing ingredients. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> and they're all huge. These all huge. have shareholders. Huge. Yes. And huge. and when you look at somebody like Estella and Chewy's that is owned by LCN Partners, I tell you what, um, that means we're in it to win it, folks. We are in it for profit. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are all huge companies. You look yeah. at Diamond and Nestle's and Mars. And, you know, if you have a company, if you have a brand like Pure Balance, um, it would be very curious to look at the ingredients of pure balance versus a Royal Canaan. And we've done that before. Yeah. And yeah. then the price point, 
very much the same. But you know what a smart marketer does, Dr. Andy, if you're in it to win it with the money, with the profit side, is that you make a line that looks like you've got huge variety, right? Mm-hmm. You just make it cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. You know, you just, you just, yeah. you know, you do the same thing, but you appeal to every price point that is out there and you make it very convoluted so nobody can figure it out. Yep. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Guys, that th- that is a billion and I'm talking billion yes. dollar business. This is, this is like, that's like the pharmaceutical industry. I'm sorry. That's it. Oh, they rival it. It's big food. It's big pharma. Mm-hmm. So right? it's interesting. Now, here's the other thing that I have to say about this, Dr. Andy. Sort of like we saw on the COVID thing, where you just, you say, oh my gosh, um, an, a cold, okay, just the common cold, is this huge disease. We... And uh, look, I'm not defending the big pet food companies by any stretch of the imagination. But what I will say is this. If you have a dog that simply is stressed, that has been eating the same thing over and over again, um, that has had pharmaceuticals put in their body, they could have these same symptoms, okay? Vomiting, diarrhea, bloody diarrhea, and it not have anything to do with the food. So I am going to make that statement. But then you would Absolutely. have people yes. saying, oh, my God, Absolutely. I won in that group. I won in that group. My dog, you know, and here's here's the. Food. Well, and what you just described is throughout the year, clients come in and, oh, we just had another bout of diarrhea, <laughs> vomiting, bloody diarrhea. So it, 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 they're not very specific symptoms. Right. They're not. Right. Now, Neely said, I wonder if we're going to have another like melanine, melanine, melamine uh, that, you know, a toxin that is in Mm -hmm. the food. And look, we don't have to have a specific toxin. They're all toxic. Right. Yeah. And where did they get their. I don't know, their one one ingredient from who and what did they do to it that they didn't have to tell other big food that they did anything to it. And then now it's bothering the animals. I mean, it's so, it is, it's so convoluted. You don't know. I I don't. So don't feed kibble. Right. Just don't feed kibble. I mean, we say that over and over again and yet they're buying into the marketing like they always do. So we don't necessarily have to have dead dogs or do we, I mean, some dogs have died according to, um, to Dr. Morgan. And I had a client in here. His dog's great. Raw fed comes in for chiropractic every month. She's rocking it, but he was freaking out because the neighbor dog next door, same age, just pretty much got sick and died in a couple of days. Marina pro plan. I go, they need to, they need to investigate that. Oh, they're just so heartbroken. And, and, and I don't know if they called the vet and said, Hey, could this be a possibility with the vet even be encouraged, you know, be encouraging about that or want to walk with them on that. I don't know. Well, <laughs> look at this. A, a vet is going to be, oh, Purina Pro plan, plan. That's great. Right. That's right? that's perfect. You're feeding kibble. Good. Now let's get all your vaccines. Now I would say, what else is involved, right? There's so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. If you combine something toxic with something else toxic, 
You're ingesting right. and, and then injecting. This is, and this is just hearsay from the neighbor, right? Right. Um, but I'm like, maybe they do want to ask some more questions. Well, yeah. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to bring it up to them. I'm like, well. I now Definitely. I would definitely do that. So again, hear me roar. I'm not saying that I approve of anything that these, that these crappy companies are doing at all. Mm -hmm. But what I am saying is that in order to get to the truth, we can't be hysterical and have a dog that has uh bloody diarrhea one day. Right now, now you, you might say, okay, if I see this again, and, and again, we would just say, just get off the kibble. Stop it. Stop it yeah. now. Yeah. Like you said, there's been no recall. Nobody's claiming anything. It's, it's suspicious. Sure. But in that's the, all we got really. But in the scheme of things, um, I mean, I, it's going to be interesting to see how many more dogs, you know, we get and why. What what was happening? You know, how did this kind of start? And but anyway, I thought that that comment from Dr. Jasek was curious too. And what if, Dr. Andy, what if a food caused symptoms that look like parvo, and then you take the puppy in and they get all the vaccines and the antibiotics for parvo, and then right. they die, and then they go, oh look, they have parvo. Well, maybe they never had parvo. Maybe they had a toxicity, which is what Dr. Cowan, coming back to that again, would say the majority of what he sees is some type of toxicity. Yeah. And maybe you get two at once and it sends you over the edge or maybe you're you're stressed because of the holidays and just can't handle it. And yeah. Yeah. And and it's do you see that people concentrate on the wrong things, Dr. Andy? Because I sure do. Like you know, all the time, right? <laughs> all so, the time. So I, you know, people that are still feeding kibble, toxic, regardless if there's something going on with mm -hmm. what's going on now, it's still toxic, even if we don't have these reports. Okay, uh, if you look in Dr. Brady's book, which again I'm, you know, ten pages every day, talking about wheat and how wheat and wheat gluten is in so much of these cereal-based foods and how that is so linked to gut dysbiosis, pancreatitis, all types of things, right? But and I don't I, even know if he goes the next step into the glyphosate. Oh, he's going into glyphosates. Because then, you know, your wheat, your corn, your all your grains and your beans and how glyphosate actually cleaves off your glycine in your body and is is responsible for a, an additional toxin to the body that is contributing to all of the chronic diseases. So when you feed real meat, you, you don't eliminate glyphosate because the cows are still eating it, you know, pigs are still eating it, but they break it down and it minimizes it greatly. Right. Somebody said to me the other day, well, it was actually a, a naturopath doctor who said, there's nothing that's not GMO in this world right now. You know, that's what they the, the comment was. Uh, well, GMO means they've altered it to stand up to glyphosate. I don't, no, they actually have never GMO'd wheat. Wheat never needed to be GMO'd, but it, it is. Yeah, but it's spray. They spray it instantly when they cut it. So it 
does what it needs to do to go to harvest sooner and better and faster, blah, blah, blah. No, everything has glyphosate in it. Our water supply, all of our organic food, you buy organic, but you're only reducing the amount at this point. Um, but your corn, every corn is GMO'd. Um, just don't eat corn ever. Um, <laughs> or soy. I know, the salsa, soy, soy is awful, but you know, the salsa and corn chips at the restaurant are awesome. I know, but don't eat it. Or corn um, on the cob. Yeah. Yeah. Corn on the cob. So, but everything has glyphosate in it and our dogs are getting a very high quantity of it. If you're capable of feeding them the, where they walk. We've talked about this walking yeah. on those beautiful green fields, um, putting stuff in their mouth, going right through their feet. They get a very high dose. So how much is glyphosate contributing to their chronic diseases? Right. And then you look at some of the folks who are like, well, I'm feeding kibble. Okay. But before I stop feeding my toxic kibble, I need to know everything that a animal is eating is it all you know pure blah 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 blah. they concentrate on the wrong thing and you want to say even if you were feeding a 3d 40 a dead disease down and dying right animal mm -hmm. you'd be better off than feeding kibble right mm -hmm. because just you know we don't do the 3d 40 um and uh, primarily you know i don't i don't I don't know that I would have a problem with an animal that died, right? Just natural death, dead in the pasture. If I had a dog, I'd, you know, and I, I was strong enough, I'd just mm -hmm. pull that dead carcass along and let him eat on it. But, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, my point is what are we concentrating on? What, what, what are we focusing on? And what I, I, I just don't understand why that kibble still has first place. Why does that I, kibble still have first place in your home? I have no idea. And and then focusing on the wrong thing. What supplement should I add? To a bad diet. To a bad diet. I'm like, don't waste your money until you change the food. Yeah, I we're not even, I'm not even talking to you about it. <laughs> I, I said that the even. other Yeah. Mm. I said mm -mm. that the other day and uh and then it was, well, this is too expensive. And I said, compared to what? What are we comparing it to? To a kibble? Probably. But if we're comparing it to- To the numbers in your, your random numbers in your head, most likely. Well, right. <laughs> what they're and comparing it to. They have no idea. You're not going to let your dog die, right? Just like, meaning this. If you have a sick, do a sick dog from kibble, okay, and- you're going to be going to the vet, vet, um, just a, any kind of an appointment is going to be expensive. The drugs that they're going to put you on going to be expensive. We've got to take that into consideration. And yet it's that initial hit, right? It's like, Ooh, that's too expensive. I get mm -hmm. it. Could be sh yep. sticker shock. I got to tell you last night, walked into natural grocers, came out with these two little bitty boxes of food. It was 125 bucks. I was like, what? How can people afford to eat? Right. It's the same. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's a, you got to make it a priority. Mm -hmm. And that, that's what I, I tell my clients. There is nothing bigger bang for your buck than changing the diet to a raw right. food diet. Right. I, there's no guarantees in life, but 
boom, nothing as big of a bang. Yeah. And a client in here, they, there's, there was no talking to them, but they feed raw in the morning and sh- crappy Kirkland <laughs> at night, Kirkland Kibble at night. I did the research. It's an international company. So I figure they have better ingredients and I'm just, what? I just, I just worked on the dog. I, it was late in the day. I don't have the energy. And I'm like, your reasoning is ass backwards, but okay. And then she's like, Oh, my cousin, her dog just got diagnosed with, um, cancer she's gonna switch to raw now unfortunately that's how a lot of people get there and it's too late it's helpful don't get me wrong please do it right but why does it take a cancer diagnosis to get you to change why does it take a lyme disease diagnosis to change that like why does it have to be like that and we do it in our lives too and it, it still makes no sense to me right because we can't see it. We can't see it eating away at health, right? Mm-hmm. That's the way cookies, donuts, um, you know. You hear it, but my dog likes it. I know. I was- Yeah, I know. I like donuts too is usually what I say. <laughs> I don't eat them. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's the big thing, Dr. Andy. It's called the first taste test and this is what these big corporations mm-hmm. do they are testing to see if that dog is going to devour that shoelace that you know the big fat shoe that comes out of the and then they spray it with all the stuff yeah. and they're figuring out how do we make it more palatable to the dog because if the dog looks like they love it the pet parent will buy it okay yeah. yep and and i do and have- they, they alter those sprays to get that whatever combination of spray that they put back on it. Right. Now there are some pet parents that will say my dog won't touch raw. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. okay. I, 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 because they tried that one time. That that morning. Yeah. That morning that irritates me, but okay. Yes. Then there are some that. Yeah. You, they're not, they're probably so sugar addicted. The dog is that they actually need some time. Well, you're not going to give me any of my other crack. So (laughs) maybe I can't eat eat, Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I, I do hear that. And Mm -hmm. I have to say, all right, one blend, one blend, maybe just not stinky enough for them. And, and this is uh, in, in uh, reverse of what humans think they're like, Oh, this is stinky. There must be something wrong with it. My dog doesn't like it. It's actually the other way around. It is. Right. Our dogs are actually quite gross. You know this, right, folks? Um, we love them dearly, but hmm. well, your um, your husband's a hunter. Mm-hmm. Your husband's a hunter. I mean, when you have an animal that is deceased, um, it doesn't really smell great. No, nope. does it? Nope, nope, nope. Um, and then the other one is oh, I had somebody in here recently. Oh, my dog was old, so I took it off a of raw. I'm like. Why were they eating it? Oh yeah. They were still eating it. <laughs> I'm like, because I have met those senior, senior dogs that are like, I, I just don't want this anymore. And we, we kind of go to a gently cooked or, or we right. alter that a little bit. Right. Sure. Because yeah, their digestive system just diminishes and they need, you know, whatever. But I'm like, was well, he eating it? It's, she's like, yeah, I just heard somewhere that I shouldn't. I'm like, okay. So I'm you like, know, put it I back was- on the raw. <laughs> I was in the shower this morning and I had this epiphany. 
thinking about all of this taste of the wild and people kind of going crazy and how how COVID came about and how everybody was running in one direction. I thought, you know, because people won't read and they don't check things out, you could just shoot out a big ass lie and nobody would check it. Nobody. You could just, you could just, you know, and and then you just say, I don't recall saying that like Fauci just did, but I'm just saying you could say anything. Well, how much are we functioning on big ass lies? Masquerading as truth because we've just bought it for so many generations. Right. And I was just like, mm-hmm. so it what it comes down to is the integrity of the person running the company. That's really what it comes down to, right? And, and I believe there's, and when you get into big food, when you get into, what did you call them? Conglomerates? Out, no, out for profit. They're in it to oh, win it. Yeah. Where does integrity go? It goes really, really low on the list. Right, because speaking. right because the priority is your shareholders. The shareholders, priority yep. is your return on investment. Yep. We can't. We, Rick and I come from the finance world. And you know this. I know this, <laughs> and that's where it goes. And we have had people these like LCN partners contact us and want to buy the company. We've had those people come. We know companies that have been purchased by them. So. um I think it's uh, We Feed Raw. You know, that's uh, that's yeah. that's one of those companies that has an investor inside of there. The problem is, is that I get it that sometimes to grow, you need extra capital. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, when you team up, yep. when you team up, you got to know who you're in bed with, right? Because yeah. their demands, they've given you this money to grow. Mm-hmm. And then their demands are, but I need this much profit. And if you, if you want to keep growing, then you've got to figure out a way to get them their profit. So it's, it's a real catch 22. It's a real catch 22. Zeewee Peak, one of my, what has always been in my pocket. They, they have Chinese investors now. So keeping a very close eye on this product, (laughs) very close eye on those ingredient lists. Are they changing? What's going on? Right. And I may have to. Find Put something, something else, else in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's easy. And I'm willing to do that. Come on, Dr. Andy. It's easy. But I you was, have a lot of treats. I, I know. Yeah, I'm like, I use a lot. You do. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, you're looking at me kind of weird. Let's yeah, have this yeah. little treat I, right I, here. I'll go bribe you with some food. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I get that. I get that. Um, Hey, I want to talk a little bit and we may have to uh, push this into our next podcast as well, but you came out talking about uh, glucosamine and chondroitin. Mm -hmm. Now um, I want to kind of get some clarity on this because I do see a lot of people starting on these supplements way too early, way too early. But -hmm. before we get into that, before yes. we get into that, can we pr- can we start with elbow dysplasia in young dogs? Because I've had several people, right? Several people contact me. My dog is two. They're three. They're limping. And it's not that uh, gr- 
well, I don't know. You're the chiropractor and I'm going to ask you, but they're getting diagnosis from their vets that these dogs need to go in and have surgery yes. at two and three years old. Mm -hmm. What What is really going on? And is that really necessary? It really depends. Um, I think elbow dysplasia is a diagnosis of exclusion, meaning, oh, it's kind of a big dog and they have pain there. So it must be that. Because elbow x-rays are actually very difficult to read. Okay. They're very, very difficult unless there's severe arthritis. Um, a lot of times you do not see the dysplasia um, or the OCD, the osteochondroitin desiccans, because it's cartilage. So it's not going to show up on x-ray very well. So if that if the cartilage is malformed or, ha or has broken off a piece or you can't really see that. So unfortunately, they do jump right to surgery. Okay. Um, actually, two or three, depending on the size of the dog, is a little late to be diagnosed. It's usually, I've had shepherds in here about nine months and I'm doing my thing and it's not changing. And it is horrifically painful. It's kind of like walking with um, rocks in your shoes. Oh, gosh. Or rocks on high heels, right? And, you, and it, yeah. I mean, it is incredibly painful. I, I actually had one in here. I actually wanted, <laughs> we talked about getting insurance and going to our vet and actually getting this evaluated for that. Um, but if that is a diagnosis you have before you jump to surgery, find a chiropractor. It could be radiculopathy or peripheral pain coming from the neck down that arm. It could actually be an, um, a radial head subluxation, which is actually pretty painful. Um, in the elbow region, like the, in that, and if it clears up, you don't have hip dysplasia, not hip dysplasia, elbow dysplasia. You don't have it, but it will mimic a lot of other things that do some manual therapy before you jump to surgery. Early, early on in my career, I had a golden retriever. They took x-rays. I looked at them. I sent them to an uh, independent vet. She looked at them and she's the one that says it's so hard to read these. It just is. Um, you never get a good view. It, it's just hard. Um, and they wanted to break the ulna and the radius in both arms mm. and reset them. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, in this, I think it was like 18 month old golden retriever, or maybe it was a noof. I think it was a noof actually, but this is part of the history. A friend moved in with a young golden retriever that kept jumping on him. Okay. And we did chiropractic and it all cleared up. He did. Wow. Surgery. He did not have elbow dysplasia. He did not need his bones broken, but this dog kept jumping on his neck <laughs> and flattening him to the ground. Okay. And that so he, yeah. Um, so that was amazing. They're not all though that amazing. Um, and I have sent a few dogs, like we've done our three, four, you know, maybe five visits. And I'm like, this hasn't changed. You're going to have to go in. I try to keep them out of the system. I try to <laughs> change things, but sometimes you don't. Now that surgery where they go in and clean up the cartilage, not the breaking of the bones. I don't even know why it was, that was decided. That was so extreme. I don't even know what they call that surgery, but when they go in and just clean up the cartilage in those elbows, it actually works really well. And because the dog is so young, they tend to do really well with it if it's required. 
Okay, well, let's play devil's advocate and say it's mm -hmm. not really required. It actually was something that you were just those big words that you were using that I can't repeat. <laughs> <laughs> and you take your dog in and they do surgery, but nothing was fixed in this other area. Are we still going to have problems? Possibly. Absolutely. I mean, because, because the other parts weren't fixed. Right. You still have subluxations in your cervical spine. You may still have a radial head. You now probably have more stuff. You probably now have stuff in your jaw because they were intubated. Um, and when they go in, I'm not saying, ooh, hip this way to go get the surgery because that's still a trauma too. Like there are still long-term effects of being diagnosed with this disease and doing the surgery. Um, and elbows on a dog, when they have bad elbows, they have the hardest time getting around with older age. Hands down, period. You could lop a leg off. You could have bilateral hip dysplasia that you didn't um, decide to treat with surgery. You can have spondylysis down the spine. But elbows, when you have bad elbows and a senior dog, they have a heck of a time with their mobility. It is super hard to manage because they're so front loaded Mm -hmm. um, that it just becomes very difficult. And then you usually, you get arthritic paused and your shoulders aren't great. The neck's super tight. I mean, it, there's a whole cascade. So if our listeners have a dog that is limping, that has been to the vet and has their x-rays, mm -hmm. they could you look at those and give a second opinion, Dr. Andy? Could you have them do a video with their dog, mm -hmm. okay, uh, and also send you the x-rays and let you take a look and and uh, possibly keep them out of having surgery? That's a, that, this one's a, a hard one just to evaluate. Um, just by me saying, looking at all that, no, they need some hands-on. We need to change something to see if we really have that going on. We need right, to but couldn't you look at the X-ray and say there's no definitive X, Y, and Z in this X-ray yeah. that I, I see? Oh yeah, I could. Yeah, there is no spurring of the bone. There's no this or that. Absolutely, absolutely. But like I said, you don't see a lot of cartilage on X-ray because it's it's a soft tissue. Well, what would be a better diagnose uh, diagnostic for that? I don't know if they're sending them through CTs or MRIs. Back in the day, it was x-ray straight to surgery. Ooh. They would call it exploratory surgery, but they, you know, they still have to go in there and look. Wow. But, so it, but it's kind of, and that's where I don't know. They probably are because the state of veterinary medicine are recommending CT and MR. And then surgery because people have insurance because people will pay those big tags. Back in the day, we didn't have that. So they just went right to surgery. Why do that middle evaluation? Gotcha. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but they're probably now doing a CT or an MRI, probably a CT, I would guess, to really and take a look. And if we're really struggling and, and you're able to afford that or your insurance, um, that might be a really good idea before you go in and do surgery. All right. But if they want to come to your website and get a second opinion from all of the years that you've seen this and, um, what, what tab would they click on, on your website to get a, uh, consultation in regards to this? 
Um, there's three under chiropractic. There'll be three choices, new client, returning client. And then at the bottom, there is consultations down there. Okay. We gotcha. Talk about options. And well, I just want the history. I ask very different questions than your veterinarian is going to ask. You know why, like, Dr. Andy? Because you're not in the traditional box. Yeah. Like, I think it was maybe, I, I knew this golden retriever was around, but it wasn't a, for that noof. It wasn't until maybe the second or third. I'm like, okay, what are they doing together? Like nobody had asked. And she's like, oh, this kind of started when he moved in. Okay. Right. Um, and so I asked uh, my timeline questions drive my clients nuts Mine because they, <laughs> right? <laughs> they have this big global picture that they think happened. And I'm like, what about this on this, you know, this week or this month or this or this? And they're like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, yeah, like we got to lay out a timeline here. You can't just glump everything together. Right. Uh, and no, your veterinarians generally don't want to hear about your big, long timeline. Absolutely not. They don't have time to hear your timeline. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. And that's yes, what, that's all what we do. do. Right? Because it's that's a what different we do. way. Yeah. Yeah. So even just asking different questions and bringing things to different light and trying a few different things might make a world of difference. Um, okay. So here's, here's what I encourage you guys to do. Get your x-rays together, get your timeline together and get over to animalmagiccare.com. Dr. Andy can do a consultation with you on zoom and give you a second opinion. I always think that's the best first step before you decide to go into surgery. Okay. Cause that's, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of downtime for the dog. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's a huge thing. All right. And uh, if, if, if she thinks surgery is necessary, well, she's going to tell you that too. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, get over to animalmagiccare.com. Dr. Andy, on our next podcast, I want to talk about carprofen and glucosamine and chondroitin for situations like this. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you guys tune in uh, next week and we'll be um, talking to you about supplementation and about uh, pharmaceuticals for these type of issues. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. Get off the kibble, right? We don't want to wait until there's a big recall to your dog's sick or dead, right? Or has a cancer <laughs> diagnosis. We don't want to wait yes. that long. Let's no. do it now. Diet is your biggest bang for the buck, as Dr. Andy said. So get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. Your pet's health is our business. And what, Dr. Andy? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. That's right. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.